Welcome back to Mediocre Mondays. I'm Jared. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. A great opener, wasn't it? <laughs> Just dead silence and then a loud cough into the microphone, yeah? Hey, man, you know. Uh, okay, so we're back. What is this, episode five? I think it's episode five, yeah. Okay, episode five. We made it halfway to ten. Yeah. Alright, so close. I guess... uh. Let's uh, discuss some of today's topics. Main topic on the slate to be talked about. Movies. Okay. We're going to have... I'm already going to be up front with you about this. We're going to have drastic movie preferences. 100%. Uh, are any of yours like superhero-wise? No. Cool. I'm not into that stuff. Like, the superhero movies are good, but like, they're not... Uh, they're not, like, original, I guess you could say. And, uh, well, they are original, but, like, the you're taking the good versus bad, and you're just, like, now throw in a lot of special effects. <laughs> and they're, and yeah. everybody goes to the movie theater, and they're like, dude, that was such a good movie, dude. Like, I'd like to argue that one of the better superhero movies, in my opinion, is the what's the Dark Knight trilogy. With Batman in it, yeah, because it had like character depth and it had stuff to make you think about it after you left. It wasn't just like the thing that I thought about wasn't oh what's the next movie gonna be about like what the Marvel movies do. Mm-hmm. Towards the very end, they'll show you a teaser for like the next movie that's supposed to come out, and then you're right. like oh it's about Thor like okay but what's <laughs> beyond that. What's what's more what what can I get my teeth into before I actually go and see the movie? Right. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, I hear you. One of my favorite of all time favorite hold on, movies. Hold on, hold, 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 hold on, real quick. Yeah, just hold on real quick before okay. before we get into top five because that's what we're gonna have to have top five. Okay. Go from five to okay one, but uh, before we do that. What's your favorite genre? Fantasy. Like, when you say fantasy... Kind of like a... Well, not really, like... Like, stuff that's outlandish. Kind of like Avatar. So, sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi. Okay. Sure. Okay. But also, like, there's this animation company that I like a lot that's based in Japan, and they're called Studio Ghibli. They're pretty big here in the West for being, like, an Eastern uh, animation company. But they make some of these some of the movies that uh, the guy that used to uh, R.I.P. Uh, the guy that... R.I.P. The guy that used to run the... The, the guy that used to run the animation company, he... Um, some of his stories were influenced by, like, Japanese folklore and traditions and stuff like that. And others, he just came up with and you would be like this totally has to be some kind of kid story that they just animated and did it really well but no it came out of this guy's like like right out of his head and uh, spoilers but my number one is Uh from him spoiler alert what I already said spoiler alert you just said spoilers well it's Spoilers for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, but like... Spoiler alert, my number one movie is from that animation company. Alright, alright, alright. You have to set it. You have to be like... So who's gonna do Attention! Who's gonna do their their fifth one first? You wanna go 5544 or do like 54321? That's cool. I I like a good diverse mix-up. Go 55. Alright. So mine actually has came out uh, this past year, t- 2019, yeah. uh, for number five. Uh, it hit me real quick. It's like, yes, that's that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. It's a Tarantino movie. His latest one. Mm. Uh, it has uh, Brad Pitt in it, Leonardo DiCaprio in it. I mean, big cast. Uh, it's it's a slow 
like like any Tarantino movie, is a very slow building, get the whole story, and then at the end is where everything happens. And it's a complex storyline, you know. It goes forth. It has fictional characters in it, but it has to do with the Manson family, all right? Okay. So uh, it's basically building up, uh, you know, uh, Sharon Tate? No. You might not. You might not. Okay, so Sharon Tate was a big thing that happened. Uh, what, what supposedly was the story behind it was uh, the Manson clan, whatever you want to call them, you know. Uh, they, uh, oh, is they, that that guy with, like, the... He, had, he was pretty much, he had a cult. Yeah, he was the ones that went through in uh, California back in like the late '60s and everything, going yeah. around just killing people, getting them in there. It's like it's like a uh, what's that? Uh, what's that fella's name? Uh, back in the day, Charles Texas Manson. guy. Uh, it, it was it was pretty much a cult following where like he was like, "I am Jesus," and they're like the Messiah. Uh, oh, the. Uh... The one where they drank the Kool-Aid? Yeah. Yeah, I know what, what you're talking was that, like about. Johnson or Jim? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was like that type of deal. This guy? Yeah, that Charles guy. Manson? Uh-huh. Oh, I've seen him in interviews. That guy's a nut job. Yeah, man, but you know, uh, that's what, uh, you know, Helter Kelter, uh, everything like that, all that crap's about. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, but anyways, the story behind it was... Uh, the night that they went to go kill, they went to go kill somebody else. But it was supposed to be, and they accidentally went into Sharon Tate's house, but they just killed her and everything, everybody that was in there, her whole family and all that. Uh, but what this was, it was pretty much like, it was building everything up to give you the storyline behind it. Like, the Manson family was in this little place where they used to shoot the movies for the Western movies that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was. Uh, mm-hmm. Was in, and Brad Pitt was his stunt man. All right, uh, but it built up. Uh, he's washed up, whatever, whatever have you. Uh, he went over to Italy to do some westerns over there, and uh, hit it big over there. Came back with a European wife, whatever have you. Uh, I am going to throw a spoiler alert in here just because. But uh, at the end of it, I'm uh. Uh, the Manson people came up because uh, Brad Pitt, whenever he went over there to that little old place where they were because he picked up this girl that was a part of him, uh, went over there to that, back to that place and was like, what the hell? Everybody's living here? These hippies are living here? What's up? And uh, they were freaky and everything else, you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, but he stirred up some shit, uh, hit, hit some dude in the face and all that and left and so they were coming actually to go kill him, uh, but they were like, mm, you know, mm, why don't we just do like what all the, what we've learned from all these movies that we've seen? They taught us how to kill, mm. so how about we kill them? We kill the pigs. So their whole plan was to go kill everybody. Okay. But uh, anyways, they busted into where uh, Caprio was and uh, Brad Pitt was, and Brad Pitt also had a pit bull. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, was uh, its name Brad Pitbull? I can't remember what what that dog's name was. It was a girl though, well trained though. But uh, anyways, Pitbull. they. It's long story short. Short. Uh, it was uh keeping uh it saved Sharon Tate's life because Brad Pitt and his dog and Caprio kicked all their asses and killed them. Whatever. Uh, it it's a great movie. So. Mm-hmm. For top five, it made it up real quick for a movie that's just out now. All the other ones are pretty old, mm-hmm. but uh, this one, by far, number five for me. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Gotcha. My number five, Bird Box. Okay. I like Bird Box a lot. I like the, uh, it's it's a little bit different from your normal horror movie. Yeah, it's a new, it, it's a, it's a new twist. Because, like, it's not, it's not some unseen malevolent force it, it was like uh it seemed indifferent as to whether it wanted to um cause like it, whether it got humans to die or not it was it was just existing and there's I don't think I can go back and watch it but I don't think there's anything in the movie that the the monster or whatever you have to look at specifically like does 
to like force people to look at it, but people when they get when they look at it want other people to look at it and that might just be a product of the human psyche breaking when they fall under control of that. But there's not it, it's like it just exists and everybody falls over it. And that's pretty I like that concept because it's something that's beyond like demons or something evil that's possessed a body or it's in a house and it's got a shotgun and it's gonna kill you no it's it's more creative than that it's it's past it had you have to cut off one of your senses to even survive one of the main ones that you use and blind people yeah i know but like it's it's interesting to step into their shoes being forced to because like if you tell somebody, hey, close your eyes for a day and see how it is, they'd be sneaking. They'll be sneaking through that little eye patch you put on there or that blindfold or whatever because they have to find their way around and it's too hard to like. I'd probably eventually just sleep the whole day. I mean, my eyes are closed. I mean, what if what if I said you had to do it for a week or a month? Guess guess I'd be restless. Eventually, you'd be you'd be sneaking to like. You want to see what's on the TV. You just don't want to hear it. You want to see it, too. But if I told you, if you open your eyes, something will control your mind and may force you to commit suicide, yeah. then you'll then you'll be like, okay, I'm a little bit more inclined yeah, to keep this, yeah, keep not, this blindfold on. I'm not going to open up my eyes. So I, I want to live. So, like, it's, almost, it's, it's like forcing you into a different perspective because there is no alternative. Just like there's no alternative for blind people. They can't just grow eyes. So, or grow functioning eyes if they, if they have eyes, but they're just. Well, if you go too long without eyes, you got other heightened senses. Well, yeah. So I mean, but it's a bonus. the thing is, is that like. You can't, I, I know what you're you saying. You can't feel a sunset. Yeah, but you also can't hear like, a sunset. But also, like uh, the people that are just finding out, <laughs> like it just happened. They're like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, they're not like that anymore. They're going to go kill themselves now. Yeah. They knew they knew about it though because you know how they had like the place boarded up and they were ready to kill people that walked in because apparently other people had tried to break in there. Yeah, that old creeper man though. It's really interesting too because the birds were safe there too. Yeah, the birds were safe there too because they had a bunch of birds up in the trees to warn them when anything was coming. So that was pretty interesting. I like that concept. But it's fucking crazy. They gotta stay there for the rest of their life. So Bird Box, yeah, number five. Bird Box, number five. Let's pause because I think Megan's here with the food. All right, be back after this short break. Our sponsor today. And we're back. We took a break to get some food, but we're back now. Yeah, uh, you guys definitely do not know how long it actually was. Uh, Might just cut the whole thing out, you know. Yeah, should have kept playing. That way they could have been on break with us. <laughs> so, uh, during the whole break, huh, 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 during the break, okay. uh, Ryan let me know that he was actually uh, subscribed to erotic novels on Amazon. I think they're funny because of how cheesy they get. But he, That's my only reason behind like looking them up is because some of them are like, you're a wolf. I can't love a wolf and then he's like I can change to a human and she's like no you can't and he's like watch and then she he does it and Ryan's she's like, picturing himself this whole time as a and wolf she's, she's like she's like you gotta change for me and he's like I'll change for you and then a full moon comes and he turns into a wolf and she's like you said you'd change and he's like it's literally my my DNA I can't I can't do it she's like but you said you promised you promised me that you would become a, a completely different organism for me. <laughs> you promised you would genetically morph your DNA for me. Come on. You promised me you would go through a different process of cellular division to produce a different form of organism. You said your genetic makeup you could switch chromosome <laughs> 17 for me. <laughs> You said you would genetically engineer our children so they would be half werewolf, half human. For us, baby. Which For makes us. it three quarter human and one quarter werewolf. Don't you know the law of traits? 
recessive, whatever. Maybe we have one human baby. It Come on, Gregory Mendel. And just a dog. <laughs> we just have a whole dog. All right, so back back to the movies now. Okay. All right, so where are we at? Number four? Yeah, we're at number four. The Exorcist. Okay, cool. Now that you already just dogged the whole demon thing, let's throw it back to the... What are you doing? My head hurts, man. I'm trying to get rid of it. Anyways, let's get back to the original that set the synopsis and set the grounds for every other one that tried to imitate it or try to beat it in its time. Back in, what was it, 76 probably, somewhere around there, I would say. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't alive there. I don't have the exacts, but I'm pretty sure it's around 76. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Just, just turned into an ASMR video. Okay, December 26th, 1973. Oh, so 73. Imagine people walking into a theater in 1973 and they're like... They had the balls to make two more of those? Yeah, they're not good though. Don't worry about it. They're not. The original is the only good one. But uh, imagine walking into a theater in 1973... Expecting, oh, we're going to see a horror movie. They're all seventeen years. Yeah, that's that's because they're trying to remake it. But think about this: everybody was creeped out back in the late '60s. Whenever the night, uh, not the night, uh, yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Whenever the Night of the Living Dead came out, they were scared as crap in a black and white zombie movie. But then The Exorcist comes out like five years later, and then they're like, what? But, uh, no, The Exorcist for sure. Because The Exorcist, I mean, that was a movie that I saw prematurely whenever I was like five. And whenever you show a kid that at five, I mean, there's no coming back from that. I was legit traumatized. Uh, it, it wasn't my parents that showed me. I actually had my uncle. I actually begged him to watch it whenever I was five. He was like, fine, whatever. You let, Let's see you go to sleep at night. I got scared to death, and whenever I got in the bed, he had one of his friends under my freaking bed. Oh, my God. And you know how, like, the bed shakes in it? Mm-hmm. He legit was like this, <laughs> under the bed, just going crazy, shaking the bed, and I freaked out. That's kind of funny, though. That's oh, yeah. Funny. It's funny now, but, like, imagine me, five years old, that happening <laughs> after I watched this. But, no. The scariest part in that movie to me was whenever she's up. Uh, Gotten like this backward crab position and yeah. like crawled down the stairs. I thought that was funny though. Like nowadays, I look at it, and I'm like, ha ha. Yeah, nice. but imagine, like I said, place yourself in 1973. Never seen anything like this. It's a groundbreaking thing. Like, you know, Bird Box to you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's new, right? Yeah. It's something different. Nobody yeah. has made anything like this yet. And then you go into this, and you also back in 1973. Christianity was a huge thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Christianity was a huge thing. Uh, about everybody, every, uh, well, at least every white individual was Christian. You know what I'm saying? Buddhism was starting to sneak in there too. Yeah, but this is 73 yeah, in of America. 60s. Because of the 60s. Yeah, but imagine going in there like, that could happen to me. You know? Yeah. And the, it's just, for me, the the grounds for that movie by far set the set the standard for everyone after that mm-hmm. and everybody was trying to beat that so for sure oh, the exorcist i'm not saying that movie wasn't groundbreaking. oh yeah no no, no but no. like nowadays people doing stuff like it well there's good. so much stuff out there it's like how can you be original yeah it's very it's very hard to be original nowadays without somebody being like oh yeah just like that other movie, you know, something like that. You can you can kind of relate everything back to another one. Like, I like The Quiet Place, right? Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. It's Bird Box without, besides you can see, you just can't make a sound. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's hard to make something original, original now. Yeah. Now, M. M-, M- Night... Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yeah. Those movies? Twisted. I yeah, like those Shyamalan. movies. Yeah, I like his movies. Name one of his movies that he's done recently. Uh, What's that movie? Uh, The one with the multiple personalities. Uh, 
was it like not this new one that came out but the one before that uh hold on let's look it up real quick what's that movie about where uh was it get out no that was the one about the <laughs> that was that was uh that was the one about the family keegan likes. not keegan but the other one key and peel uh jordan peel yeah he, he was the director of that uh, what was that one where it was like those people, those kids try to sneak into that deaf old man's house, and then uh, yeah, he traps one of the girls. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't. Is that don't make a yeah, don't no nah, I I don't I don't know if that is. Uh, let me see here. IMDb. We're definitely gonna find something on IMDb. Oh, da, 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 the village was a good one too. Uh, I like that one. Split, split. Mm, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you have. I think I'm. I'm for sure that you probably have. This one right here with this guy in there with the 25 distinct personalities. Nope. Really? Well, Never. you need to see it because it's a it's a real good movie. But yeah, like in Night Shyamalan movies, I'm down to watch them. Nice. Okay, so that was your fourth? Yeah, The Exorcist. <laughs> My fourth is going to be Pacific Rim. Never seen it. You've never seen Pacific Rim? No. Nope. It's a really good movie. It's about a... It goes off the whole... Uh, what's it called? The whole... Uh, what is that guy called? The big giant dinosaur thing that attacks Tokyo. Godzilla? Godzilla. I was thinking King Kong, but I was like, that's America. Um, but it goes off like the Godzilla mythos and, uh, humanity has to fight against these kaiju, which is what, what they call them in the movie. Um, and basically they have to make these giant robots. Okay. And one of these robots has like 43 diesel engines in it. Okay. Yeah. And like, it's a, there's a bunch of different... Uh, robot things that they build but the way that it goes is that they have to connect with the robot through their mind and uh, there's a a guy that's researching Kaiju which is the guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie. Okay, yeah. And he he actually makes a brain connection with a Kaiju just like you would with the robots that you have to pilot. And um, he's like, okay, I understand where these things are and all this other stuff. It's really interesting. I forget when it came out. Um, it came out in 2013, but it was still a really good movie. Um, but you, I would recommend seeing it if you want. If like you find it on TV somewhere, go and give it a, sh- a watch because it's this is it. It's just giant robots just killing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Did they make a game about that? Yeah, I thought so. Well, I thought so. Kind of. They there was kind of a concept for it through a Titanfall, which was like you walked around in mech suit and then you, if your mech suit got destroyed, you were just on foot until you got on a killing spree and then you'd get a mech suit back. Okay. But yeah, there's one that has like a, a nuclear reactor in it. Like there's a bunch of different types of uh, like you can see here. There's a bunch of different types of the. Uh, Robots. This guy's got a, a big spinny ball on his fist. I guy's a swordsman. He's got a gun. And that one's got a whip, I think. Halo. Yeah. 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 Good movie, though. All right, what's your top right, three? Cool. Uh, number three, uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Okay, what is, what is eating Gilbert Grape? Okay. Let me give you the synopsis on this, okay? Gilbert Grape which is played by Johnny Depp, by the way, uh, is a small-town young man with a lot of responsibility. Chief among his concerns are his mother, who is so overweight that she can't leave the house, and his mentally impaired younger brother, Arnie, which was Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, who has a knack for finding trouble. Settled into a job at a grocery store in an ongoing affair with local woman Betty Carver. Local woman. Yeah. Gilbert finally has his life shaken up by the free-spirited Becky. Becky, all right. Becky. Yeah. Uh, 
What I like so much about this movie is just everything about it in general, to be honest with you. The whole storyline, the character development, everything into it, all right? It's a great drama, okay? It's a great drama movie. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, by far, uh, acting as a mentally uh, mentally impaired person just in general. Great. And this was when he was, like, really young, like in his teens, okay? Uh, but I believe by far this is a great movie just anyways because it, it gives you, you know, gives you some funny. It, it, it's a drama, okay? Yep. So it gives you some funny. It gives you some sad. It gives you just a great storyline, too. Uh, I, I, that's definitely by far my number three just because I can sit down and watch it whenever and be like, cool, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I but behind those kind of movies. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's it's by far one of my favorites. So, and evidently it's a lot of other people's because it's got a ninety four percent. So yeah, Fandango gives it an eighty nine. This came out in ninety three, by the way. Ooh. But yeah, that is my number three. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Gilbert Grape, like Gil- the like the fruit. Yeah. Grape is the fruit, isn't it? it? Has to be. Yeah. Okay. I was like. Well, you never know. Somebody in the comments will be like, it's actually a vegetable. Grape? Yeah, it's actually a vegetable. It's actually a, it's an entirely different species. And this is why... Uh, that only I know about. And, and this is the, why you watch... I made the... This Wikipedia is why you page. read synopsis for this is erotic the, novels. This is a, this Wikipedia page that I made that's entirely uh, new to the science that I created. Um, it explains why grape are neither fruit or vegetables, but a combination of the two that I have decided to call vegetables. You see, they actually have something like that. I told you. Grape tomato. I'm it's a vegetable. It's a cherry tomato, <laughs> but it's still a vegetable. A tomato is technically a fruit. Sorry, fruit. A tomato is technically a fruit, so... I'm ready for my number three. I've been waiting for you to go. Instead, okay. you're trying to give me this false description of somebody telling me about how a grape's a vegetable. Nor, neither, neither. But, anyways, number three. Saying, it could happen. Number three, you won't know this number movie. Number three. But it's called uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, don't know that. It's from the animation studio that I was talking about before. Okay. It has to do with... Uh, I can tell you it, but it won't be as good as if I just read it off somewhere. Somebody gets paid to put these out. So, <clears throat> our main character, Sophie, uh, she she grows up and, she, well, first we cut to her about midlife. And she's in, um, she's in this hat shop and she's making hats and her, some of her coworkers are like, hey, Sophie, we're going out. You want to come with us? And she's like, no, I think I'm going to stay and work on this hat. And then uh, as she's staying and working on this hat, she's like, okay, finally done. I guess I'll go home now to my boring life. So uh, she's walking down the street, and these two guards walk up to her, and they're like, hey, baby, what are you doing out this late? And it's like midday, but they're still like, what are you doing? So she's like, please, I don't want any trouble. I'm just going home. And they're like, oh, Anyways, pretty hat. And she's like, thanks. And then our main, our other main character, our protagonist, Howell, is uh, he walks in. He's all, he's all bossed up. He's like, excuse me, darling, what took you so long? We're, we're late to be, we're late to the dinner party or whatever. And he picks her up and he walks her away, and uh, that kind of sets the stage for like how she's like, oh my god, he's so pretty. He loves me. Oh, he's so nice. He's good. And so, uh... Let me stop you right there. <clears throat> if I was going to try to go out and try to hire somebody for my anime movie that was uh, had a female lead, I think I'd hire you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, he's so nice. He's so good. Mm, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but um, then, basically, he takes her back to his uh, moving castle which is propelled by, like, magic. And, um... It walks on these little chicken legs. Like, here's a picture of it. That's what it looks like. And he lives in that thing. 
And basically what, what powers the whole thing is this little fire demon that Hal made a deal with if, if Hal gave the fire demon his heart, then uh, the little fire bud would power the house all the time and let him move around. And the reason he wants to move around is because there's a war that not many people know about. And he's trying to stop it. Like, he's trying to single-handedly stop it. But uh, it's difficult for him because it's like one person versus an entire country. So he, uh, basically, it's a struggle between, like, Hal thinking that he's not good enough to stop the war but still trying. And then Sophie comes up and she's like, you're good. Just go ahead. And he's like, you're right. And then they overcome it. It's much like a Disney movie. Except it's it's got a lot of it's got a lot more uh, like Japanese culture thrown into it, but it still has like an American feel because uh, Howie Miyazaki knows how to make a movie. <laughs> okay, cool. I like that last part. He knows, he knows how, how to make a movie. He knows how to make a good movie. Yeah, all of the all of his movies while he was alive have went like. Uh, oh, that's right. R.I.P. Spirited Away was the first animated movie ever to get a. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that actually. Uh, what's it called? Not a, an Oscar. I think it's an Oscar for like best, best uh, look. Uh, that's not white now. I hope that didn't like cut it. No, I don't think it did. Okay. I just had to click low power mode. But on. um. Basically, it was the is the first movie ever to get uh, best picture as an animated movie. I've heard of that, and one. that was back when like CGI was coming to the scene, and like everybody could make. It was like when uh, the first Transformer movies were coming out, and like you saw all this like special effects and all this other stuff. Um, like people saw what it could do, but they saw that it didn't have like taste. You want to know a good. Animated movie. What? Any of the Resident Evils. The animated Resident Evils. I've always that had a based problem. Based off of Leo. And I've always had a problem with uh, movies about video games. That's why I haven't watched The Witcher on Netflix. Because I was like... Everybody's talking about how it's good. I have no interest well, in see, stuff like that. The thing was is that like I got a friend that watched it. And he was like, it doesn't go off the video games. It goes more off the books that the video games went off of. So it was kind of like they read it and they were like, this could be a video game and a movie. You want to know a good series on Netflix? What? I'm about to throw in my man card. Okay. You. Okay. Great. Natalie's been watching it. It, it. Every season's based off the books in the series that a woman writes. Right now, she only has two, uh, which is why there's only two seasons. She's already set up to have a third and fourth. So, okay. pretty but sure that, that means third and fourth season, you know. That means she's got to write two more books. Yeah, I think she's already got it already in the works, so. though. That's a big problem in Japan is, like, people doing, uh, like, when be. they do anime. Yeah. yeah. When they, like, when they start to animate it, they'll get ahead. Their animation schedule will get ahead of the artist that's writing the manga, which is where it comes from. And, uh, is that how you pronounce in. that word? Yeah. I always thought it was manga. Manga. It's manga manga. It's tomato tomato uh but basically like if the animation studio gets ahead of schedule of the manga artist they'll have to throw in fillers which they'll go to the artist they're like hey we're gonna put some stupid shit in your story is that okay and he's like i guess it's gonna have to be if you want to keep giving me that check every week like boondocks yeah no boondocks didn't fill it. i don't even think boondocks had a manga before the it doesn't animation. matter it's just boondocks in general that'd be that's a that's a good show though yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, manga. I lied. Look at you. Alright, so, back on topic. So, what was your number three, Pacific Rim? My number three No, that, that Howl's, Howl's Moving, moving Castle. Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Good movie. Alright, well, let me bring it back into the realism now. Number two... While you're looking up the 
manga manga whatever have you hey that was that dude that was possessed wasn't it yeah yeah that's Chris Hansen <laughs> alright uh, number two for me Jerry Maguire you know about that movie nope Oh, dude great movie 1996 too great year okay uh, but no, it's a it's a Tom Cruise movie, all okay. right. Uh, which my top three actors are Caprio, Cruise, and Pitt, all right. Okay. Uh, but let me read you the synopsis off of this because I like reading synopsises. Uh, when a slick sports agent Jerry Maguire, also Tom Cruise, has a crisis of conscience, he pins a heartfelt company-wide memo that promptly gets him fired. Desperate to hang on to the athletes that he represents, Jerry starts his own management firm with only single mother Dorothy Reed, also known as Renee Zellweger, okay. joining him in his new venture. Banking on their sole client, football player Rod Tidwell, okay. who is also known as Cuba Gooden Jr. Cuba Gooden. Yeah. That's his name, Cuba Gooden? Yeah, you know about Cuba Gooden Jr.? You ever heard of that no. movie, Radio? So is his name Cuba Gooden? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a very yeah. that's a very flowing name. There you go. Cuba Gooden Jr. Jerry and Dorothy begin to fall in love as they struggle to make their business work. Okay. All right. So, pretty much, Jerry Maguire was a douche. Okay. Then he realized, hey, I shouldn't be a douche. And then what a also, startling realization. And then also, uh, this one guy over there starts taking over all of his clients, okay? Like, this slick, oh, I'm so cool dude. Can't think of his name, but I've seen him in a bunch of other movies. And he was like, you know what? Screw Toby this. Toby McGuire. I'm fired? Okay. Who wants to come with me? I'm starting my own management firm. And, like, nobody goes. Mm. And then this washed-up athlete, Rod Tidwell, who is a wide receiver, okay? He's like, he's like, Rod... You're going to work your butt off, and you're going to make me money. Cuba Gooden. And uh, basically, uh, it also has that uh, It has that one kid in it. Uh, that was like all in like the 90s movies. Can't think of the other stuff he was in. Uh, but anyways, he was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, but uh, anyways, there's a love story going on. It's another drama. Okay. I'm a drama type dude, I guess. I'm more of a rom-com type dude though actually I can see that but uh no like this is a great movie too it's it's another one that has a great storyline it was original for its time so I'm like hey I like that movie and it was one movie that I've always stuck with like it's been in my top two for like since I was I don't know 10 when I saw it mm-hmm. so I mean great movie you should give it a watch if you want me to watch old Howl's Moving Castle Okay. Or Pacific Rim, whatever you want me to Pacific watch. Pacific Rim, not re- not as much. I just kind of threw that in there for some diversity. Oh, but. I got gotcha. you. Well, number two, Jerry Maguire. All right, that's your number two. That's my number two. So now to my number two. Or do we? For those ASMR. Did you already do your number three? Yeah, dog. What was your number three? Let's even go great. That's right. I thought we started with. Oh, when we came back, we started with you. Yeah. That's where it started because we started with me with my number five. We did your number four. Or your number five, and then you did your number four, and I did my number four. That's how it went. Because I was like, I thought I was, I thought I was ahead of you, but it's okay. Uh, my number two favorite movie of all time has nothing to do with, like, it's isolate. If I isolated it, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Who? Thor Ragnarok. The movie. It's a Marvel movie. The only reason. That that is one of my favorite movies is because I like how it doesn't take itself that seriously. Because at one point, uh, like there's there's too many moments to where you're like, oh it's serious, and then they're like, not that serious, and they just kind of they pat you on the back and be like, don't worry, you paid for a good movie, not for another link in the Marvel chain. So, and there's this one character that's like a, he's like a rock. He's literally made out of rock. And he talks in like this kind of nonchalant Australian accent, I like to say, but I might be wrong. But he's like, uh, what does it say there? 
3%, 5% remaining on your battery, dog. We'll be right back. <laughs> but he's like, uh, oh, that's Craig. Yeah, Craig, Craig isn't here anymore. And we're back again. Back for the third time. All right. A lot of breaks we had to have today. You know, it is what it is. We had a day. A lot of stuff we were doing. A lot of stuff. Interruptions, whatever, you know. It'd be all right. Signed up to go coach some baseball. That's a good thing. Why our stuff was charging, because everything went dead. So, we're back. Uh, you're probably just going to hear an hour, but it was probably in a span of... Probably two and a half, maybe even three. We started at, what, 11.30? Somewhere yeah. around there, 11.30, and now it's 2.20 right now. It's almost yeah. three hours. Yeah. So, this is a great podcast. So, Thor Ragamoron. Yeah, Ragamoron. Thor Rigatoni, yeah. Were you done explaining everything or like? <laughs> uh, I think I think I left off at uh, or I don't think we can cut that part out that I was talking about it, but uh, basically, extra work. I like the uh, I like the whole thing about. I like it all. The characters. There's one character in there, like, Thor doesn't take himself too seriously. Like, you know, he's powerful and all, yeah, but, like, he, he has a personality. He's not just two-dimensional. And there's this one character that's, like, uh, he's made of rock, and he talks in kind of like a, a nonchalant Australian accent. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was Craig. No, Craig, you still alive? Oh, no, I think, I think someone stepped on him. <laughs> And he's just, he's, uh, I like his voice, I like his character, and, uh, I just kind of like the whole general kind of theme of that movie. Okay. The whole, like, his sister comes back, and she's like, I'm gonna kill everything, and he's like, not if I break everything first, and he, she's like, what do you mean, and he's like, just summon the super powerful person that you can't beat, and she was like, no, and then she died. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. The uh, number two on your list. Number two. For the satirical aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like the characters. That's it. Okay. Well, that's basically why you typically like a movie or something. Yeah. You like the characters. I like the characters. Well, some people watched it for the plot. Oh, well. That's the reason why I like my number one movie. I like oh, yeah? it all. Characters, plot, you know, the complexity of it. The uh, mind-bending like of vowel. it. I'd like to buy a vowel. <laughs> this isn't Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I mean, it's Hangman. Hey, you. You? You. Yeah, it goes fast. <laughs> I'd like to buy another vowel. Okay. An I. Okay. Yeah, it goes right there. I'll be your. I'd like to buy a letter. Uh, buy a letter? Yeah. Okay. D. Oh, we already have D. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to play oh, along oh, with oh, it. Well. Z. Okay. Okay. Uh oh. We're getting close. Oh, uh, L. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sound like Tarzan back here. Okay, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Okay. Fifth club. <laughs> Fight. Fight club. Yeah, number one movie for me. Fight club. Uh, Fight club because uh, all the aspects in it. I mean, it's a thriller. Uh, it, it takes your mind into twists and turns of, uh, you know, this depressed man. Uh, yeah. He meets while while he was on a plane. The beginning of it, okay. He while he was Brad on a plane, Pitt. well, he met he met Brad Pitt, who is Tyler Durden. Okay, he's Tyler Durden, and what this Tyler Durden is is a strange soap salesman. But Edward Norton, okay, he uh, he suffers from insomnia. Okay, insomnia. Uh, he creates this multiple this separate personality who is Tyler Durden and you come to find that in the movie 
Uh, but like at the first part of the movie when he gets off the plane, Tyler's like, "You're a bitch." He doesn't say that, but pretty much says, "Like, hit me." Hits him. He's like, "That's all you got," and all this. And Fight Club gets started in the middle of this. Okay, and you know where the whole thing comes from. It's like the first rule of Fight Club: we don't speak of Fight Club. You know, like that. Uh, and also like there are no rules. You know. Uh, but this is a great thing. I mean, Meatloaf is in there for anybody that knows, like, uh, the singer, you know, back in the 70s, Meatloaf. Uh, he's uh, a guy that's got bitch tits. He's got gynecomastia pretty bad. I mean, he's got, like, honkers, like a woman. Why is he called Meatloaf? His name, that's that's just, like, his stage name. Oh, like, okay. when he's singing, he's Meatloaf. But, uh, I gotta look this guy up. He's too outrageous to really exist. But, uh, no, this whole thing, it takes you through the whole mind bend, and it takes you through this whole thing, you know, like the synopsis is this. A depressed man suffering from insomnia meets a strange soap salesman named Tyler Durden and soon finds himself living in his squalid house after his perfect apartment is destroyed. The two bored men form an underground club with strict rules and fight other men who are fed up with their mundane lives. Their perfect partnership phrase with Marla, a fellow support group crasher that attracts Tyler's attention. Uh, but like, uh, like this right here. Uh, Without knowing much about schizophrenia or dissociative identity disorder, one might assume that Tyler Durden was an alternate personality as opposed to hallucination based on the text. Alright? Yeah, that is that. That is meatloaf right there. Yeah. Now, like, check this out. Why would he name himself that? That's just... <laughs> think about it. You're like, you listen to meatloaf? Who's meatloaf? Oh. It, makes, it makes you like... I'm gonna go look into Meatloaf. When was he the singer? <laughs> like back in the seventies. So like he had like Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Uh, okay, so his name in Fight Club was Robert Paulson. Okay. Yeah, normal name. Here he is. They missed a big opportunity there to not call him Beatloaf. Look at and that. like have him beat up on people. Yeah, he's got little bitch tits. You see him? That's honkers, funny. honkers, baby. Here they are with the uh, nipples right there. Went all Jennifer Aniston and Friends on this one. Oh, okay, that's funny. I thought yeah. you meant like he literally had gigantic boobs. They are in gigantic. Real life. Oh no, man! Just in the movie. I was because I was looking at some of his things on here, and I was like, I mean, he does have a a little bit of man boob going on, but it's not like it's not like the pre-described. Bitch tit. Because look here, like you can kind of, like, yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean, he like, was, he's a, he's he was little, meaty and loafy, you know? <laughs> he is a little chunky, but he doesn't have no, like, honka donkaroos. Well, I just, this this movie, okay, is by far the top, okay? The top of all tops. Like, there's no, there's, there's no, like, Oh, this might be a number one or number two on my list. It's number one for sure. And you need to watch it. Okay. Like, you really... If, if there's anything I want you to do whenever you get the free time, it is to watch Fight Club, okay? Okay. I can rent it on Amazon Video. Might be something I do tonight, just like in the off time. I mean, but, uh, you just... It, it's... You just gotta, man. You just gotta. I got you. You just gotta. There's no way why you shouldn't. My number one. I'll be straight up with you. I was deciding between two movies, and one is by DreamWorks. I think it's by DreamWorks. No, I don't. I think it's actually. I think it's a Disney movie. The Road to El Dorado. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking is about. Is that Disney? Uh, the Road. The Rodad to El Dorado. Who is it made by? DreamWorks. <laughs> Is it DreamWorks? Yeah. Okay. Well, it it, uh, it was either this DreamWorks movie, The Road to El Dorado, or a different animated movie called Spirited Away. Okay, which Spirited is made War by Howie Miyazaki. The one that we pour one out for. Yeah. R.I.P. I don't know what I did. It's it's. I could come Buddha up with a new answer. <laughs> <laughs> but you found your Nirvana. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna call it at uh, Spirited Away. Okay. Because of the inspiration that it drives from. That's not me. That is not me either. That is you. I don't know why it was me. It was me though. But um, the inspiration that it drives from. Uh, resonates with me better because like I've I'm I'm really interested in. Japanese culture, not to the point to where I'm like, I have, like, I have to know everything about it, but, like, subtle stuff that I see here, here and there, through some of the stuff that I see, it's, like, interesting. I like their art more than anything, like, their uh, Japanese contemporary art, I always, I've always had, like, an affinity for that. But, uh, I hear you, dog. I hear so, you. in Spirited Away, there's a lot of symbolism behind, uh, like traditional Japanese beliefs and there's a lot of stuff that they involve like some of their uh, some of their mythologies some of their uh, different just like normal uh, things that are socially acceptable like to take your house to take your shoes off just at the door and, or yeah, to go sit on the pillow at the table and yeah like there's actually things that they do that and they'll bathhouses there's a big bathhouse bathhouse which is where the story kind of revolves that's a big thing in Japan or it was back when the the time for this movie was set and they've got things where like uh, if a a witch will take half of your name so uh, they have control over you until you have your full name and eventually you just forget it which means you've lost all power of yourself They've got uh, they've got references to like stuff like pollution because there's this river spirit that comes into one of the bat the bathhouse and he's like I need a shower give me your best herbal water you got and our main character uh, Jihiro is like okay I'm gonna go get you some some of this and she pours it on him and he's not getting clean he's like I don't. I don't know what's going on. He looks at his hands, and then he like pulls Chihiro towards him, and he's like, he's like, he plunges her inside of him, and he's like, you gotta grab onto this, and it's the handlebars of a bike, and she starts pulling on the handlebars of a bike, and more and more chain of just garbage comes out with it, and then it turns out that it was a river spirit that had gotten so polluted that the spirit had to go away from the river. And then he eventually he flies back, and with with all this pollution, he had like gold with him, and people start frantically picking up the gold, and they're rich. Is this a hit on the pollution problem in China? It might be. I mean, is like you took the spirit away from the river because you threw in all your trash. No, that's in not here. that's not the whole thing. That like the spirited away <laughs> title of the movie. That's just like a side plot that happens for like five minutes. It builds up to a this bigger sound, plot. This sounds like a climate change anime. No, not really. But um, there, Greta, so there's the Greta, a, the Greta get behind this. There's another uh character in there that we have to talk about, and he uh, he is a different river spirit, but he he comes out as a dragon, and uh, he's trying to remember his name, and it turns out that Jihiro actually remembers his name at the end of the movie, because she fell in that river when she was little and lost her shoe. And then she names the name of the river, and he's like, "Oh, that's my name. I remember now." And then he gets his he gets his identity back from the witch Yubaba, and then he becomes a free person again. So, he. That's the whole plot of the movie is that like he's trying to win back his freedom. But there's a it's a lot deeper. There's a lot of stuff going on in the movie that keeps your attention constantly. That it's hard for me to be like. This is the this is the plot. Besides, it's a girl trying to get her parents back from the witch, um, from the witch that um, turned them into pigs. Okay. The witch Yubaba, which she has to give her name to to get her power. And she's like, "Hey, did you turn my parents into pigs?" And she was like, "Yep. Yeah, what are you gonna do about it?" She's like, "I don't know yet, but I, but I will know." And uh, she's like, "At the here's." Here's spoilers for anybody that wants to watch it, but it's a 20-year-old movie, so if you haven't watched it by now, you're not really like you're going to go watch it. But um, basically, Yubaba pulls, she tells Jihiro, she's like, okay, listen, 
I'm gonna get a pig full of pins, and you tell me which one are your pins. Uh, that's it for today's episode. You tell you tell me which ones. Which ones are your parents? And if you guess correctly, I'll let you have it back. Jared, quit playing <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> like. You just Stop. every time I get to talking, you're like, "Oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, I'm so hold on, it's playing. So my bad. But anyways, the witch pulls her to the side and is like, "All right, this pig of pins. Tell me if one of your parents." And she's like, "None of these are my parents." And she's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yeah, pretty sure. My mom had hair." <laughs> None of these pigs got hair. So she was like, uh, she was like, you're right. Here are your parents back. And then they leave and uh, they go back to their house that they just moved into. Word up. Really interesting. A lot of uh, very, very pretty movie. Uh, when was it made? You said 20 years 2000. ago. I think so. Let me, let me double check on that. Two thousand and one. Okay, so almost. Yeah, it's a nineteen-year-old movie, but it recognizes a fantasy mystery movie, and so. has a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and ninety-six percent on Metacritic. Well, we want to talk about bad movies. <laughs> Just saying. The Grudge, the new one, yeah. terrible. Me and me and Natalie were gonna go watch it tonight, but Don't. I was like. I was like, I might ask her if she just wants to stay and play some games tonight or if she wants to go out to eat because it'll be up to her. If I can give you any advice, do not go see the new Grudge. Just don't. I got you. It, it is not good. I mean, this is one where you look on Rotten Tomatoes and you're like, they give they give some iffy scores sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, one, the ones that are like, horror movies are like the harshest that they always judge, of course. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's got like a 20% now. It might be lower than that. I don't know now. But do not. You will waste your money. That's one that I'm like, we should have waited till it came out in Redbox and just, you know, wasted oh, two bucks. Speaking of Redbox, I don't rent from Redbox anymore. Why? Because one time I got a Redbox movie, and this might just be a local problem, but I got a Redbox movie and I got it home and I laid it on my desk. I took the disc out. I put it in the Xbox because it was Blu-ray or whatever. I, I don't think I had a, a disc player at the time. but um, And I started watching it in that. When I went to go put the disc back, there was a bed bug like, sitting in behind the disc. Like a fully matured, dead bed bug. And I didn't know how long it had been in there. But I didn't see it when I first took the disc out. And it scared the shit out of my parents. Like We searched for weeks. What were you old? What was the movie? It was some scary movie. So don't rent horror from Redbox. Don't hit, don't rent from Redbox. Like I'm sorry if that I'm sorry if my mediocre man opinion ruins your business, but maybe you should monitor that shit a little bit better because one time I also got a disc in there that somebody had just scanned the top of the disc with a printer and has a piece of paper stuck in there. Oh, that has like a little QR code or yes. whatever with it. They just took Man. the top of the disc, put it in a scanner, scanned it, kept the disc, and was like, here you go. Like, how are they going to track that person? That's debit a... card? Okay, what if it's somebody else's debit card? You use your grandma's? You think grandma knows how to use a scanner? No, she's got a good That's defense, a and you made away great... with a $30 movie. That's a great idea, actually. I know it's a great idea, but it screwed me over, because I was like, man, I'm really going to enjoy this. Yeah, but this it doesn't matter what you think. Whatever. They're like, <laughs> what? I don't care what you think. Exactly. I mean, who's really suffering here? Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Redbox is a joke. Well, that's really all they got. Redbox on demand now. That's a hit. That's a hot take. Physical copies of movies are obsolete, and Walmart should completely eliminate them out of their shelving. Do not think that. There are many middle-aged people that do not know anything about technology that still need those hard copies. Well, once they die off, Well, uh, it's a hot take. Honestly, in probably about 10 to 20 years, 
I believe everything's going to be digitalized anyways. I'm going to stay on top of technology, man. Even when I'm older, if they got them glasses that, like, tell me a bunch of shit, I'm going to wear them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sure. wear them around. I'm going to start recording things and just be like, hey, grandson, look. I'm sure that's probably, like, how your dad thought, too. Yeah. He's like, but my dad I'm going to stay on top. On Yeah, but he's like. But the other day, he was like. Ryan, how you hook this Wii up? <laughs> but then he was also like, the other day, he was like. I don't get why none of my photos are really on my phone. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, it says I can't put them on the computer. And when I plug it up, and, uh, there's a file. When I open up the file, they ain't there. And I was like, they're probably in iCloud. And he was like, why are they in there? And I was like, because you probably... You like, have so much space and they just go there. And pr- whenever yeah. you set up your phone... It's just pictures. Like, yeah. You probably said, yeah, put iCloud photos in there. I don't care. Yeah, you're like, no, not will be there forever. And then he was like, why well, can't find them? So I, I took all his pictures out of iCloud and put them on his phone. And then he got them over to his computer. And I don't know what he did with them after that. But uh, then my mom couldn't even get hers off of iCloud because she had... Yeah, but like... I tried to tell her, I was like, hey, uh, we got to get some of these pictures off your phone because you're, like, almost out of storage, and you're not going to be taking any more pictures. And she was like, well, I don't want to, if I want to show someone a picture, I don't want to be like, wait until I can bring back a flash drive, and then I'll show you. And I'm like, all right, well, your choice. You can buy extra space, I guess. Yeah. You can get up to 250 gigs for like what is it, like four ninety nine a month or whatever. Yeah, I know it. But I mean I just started using Amazon photos. Yeah. I can send everything over there like unlimited storage. Yep. So I mean it's whatever to me, but I don't I don't expect like your mom to be all like now Ryan that is not how that works. I don't know. You know? I do expect your dad to be like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's like, I'm like, I know how to set up this, uh, I know how to set up Alexa. He's like, well. Hey, listen, son. If you, if, uh, if you need help with that, I can show you how to do it. And I'm like, I think I got it. <laughs> they made it pretty user friendly. So. Yeah. But, no, no. But, uh, you know, I think that's a good way to wrap it up, so. Mm-hmm. Fight Club and Spirited Away. Number one for me, number one for him. I'll have to show you Spirited Away. I got it on physical copy. I'll have to show you Fight Fight. Club. I will watch Fight Club with you. You can rent it for $3.99 right now on Google Movies. I might do it tomorrow. It's a a great movie, dude. I would. Uh, Honorable mentions that I would like to uh, bring up are The Wallflowers. Yeah. Or The Life of a Wallflower. Yeah, I know that one. I like that one a whole lot. That's a good one. Uh, that's probably number six. Uh, you got an honorable mention? The Road to El Dorado. The Road to El Dorado. All right. Boys, girls, men, women. Uh, whatever your prefix is. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the show today. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or whatever provider you're listening to this through, uh, you can also go on YouTube. To uh, mediocre fit is the name of the channel. Mediocre fit. They won't uh, be able to see it if they're not on YouTube. Yeah, I'm just gonna write it down up here. <laughs> Let me write it for all you guys listening on audio. <laughs> Let me draw the QR can code you, so you can scan it. Can you hear the M? <laughs> uh, just go on YouTube. Mediocre fit. Start like scratching. Searches. Two Morse code into the pop filter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us, follow us on Instagram. Uh, mine, uh, well, the channels is Official Mediocre Fit. Uh, you got Ryan at A dot S T R O underscore B O. Is it B O Y? I thought, yeah, B O I. I don't know why. Oh, it is Y. Yeah, okay, B O Y. I'm not uh, a 12 year old middle schooler. I figured you might so, be. Uh, I mean, I have the humor of one, yeah, but I mean. Sorta. This is a uh, professional account. Next week, be on the lookout and ears open for synopsises to erotica novels. That's right. They're hilarious, and I'll find the best ones just for you guys. There you go. But uh, that's it for the show today, guys. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, share, uh, subscribe. 
I mean, these are happening every Monday. Uh, also, I mean, you got, if you're into fitness-related stuff, we got IIFYM full-day eating videos, uh, fitness videos, informational videos going up every week. Uh, trying to get that off the ground for you guys listening. Uh, also, podcasts, like I said, go to the channel, subscribe, you know, do your thing. Help us help us grow to be able to get the word out to people that we're actually good dudes trying to give you guys all the information you need. Right. Also, sharing our opinions. You might not agree with us. We don't care. We That's still okay. have a conversation. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got terrible taste in movies. And That's okay. I have the best taste in movies. That's okay. See, look at that. He just takes it like a champ. That's okay. All right, Ryan. Send us out, man. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next Monday. All right. Mediocre Fit, out.